the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Bring a message today for transformation from where you are to power. And today, I'm going to give you the steps for transformation. I'm not just going to talk to you about it. I'm going to actually give you the steps before this message ends, the steps for transformation to power, how to do the works of God. God is calling you out of where you are to a new place, a place where you see, hear, and know what he is calling you to do, directing you from within. If you're like me, I cannot understand how I could be so successful in one area of my life and have absolutely no success in another. Does that sound like you today? Maybe you have a successful marriage and maybe you have a successful marriage or maybe you're very successful in the area of business or or maybe finance. You say, hey, that's my thing. I am so excellent with finance. But other areas of my life, Valerie, they are in shambles. Or maybe in college, I just knew I was going to go to the top of my career. Or or maybe it was in high school, you know. But most of us have some area of success. Some people are really successful with diet and exercise. They say, hey, I am so disciplined, you know. They're successful in that area of life, but they say, if there's another area of my life, it's like a barren land for them, and there's no success at all. Others may feel they have never succeeded in anything in their whole life. They've been just so disappointed in their life. I want to tell you a story that I believe will bless you today, and then we'll go on to transformation power. The title of today's message, How to Do the Works of God. I want to tell you this story. When you know, at one point in my life, I was praying for healing for so many people, and they were getting healed. One after another, it was amazing. And you know, I was young. I was like in my 30s, my late 30s, early 40s. But I did not have the courage, though, to go out and talk to someone about Christ. I did not have the courage to even mention his name to people. If I wasn't, you know, laying hands on the sick, if I wasn't ministering in a church, I didn't have the boldness to just walk up to someone and say, you know, God has a plan for your life. I could not do that to a stranger. I didn't have the courage. And so I asked my mentor one day, I said, 
you know, I, I don't understand this. Why do I have success, great success in healing and deliverance and praying over people? But I can't go up to someone, a stranger, and say, God has a plan for your life. Did you know that? Hmm. And so I asked my mentor, like, what's going on with this? What, what, how is this possible? And she said to me, she said, you have activated your faith in the area of healing, but you have not activated your faith in soul winning and bringing people to Christ. I was willing to walk into a hospital room and lay hands on the sick and expect them to recover. To activate faith is so very important, but I was not activating my faith in the area of soul winning. I believe for healing, but I did not use my faith to believe that when I'm talking to souls and bringing souls to Christ, that God would touch them and that they would come in. I was so afraid and I found out that fear was the fear of rejection. So I did not activate my faith in the area of soul winning. How to step out there on faith and believe that God is calling us into his glorious light? I guarantee you that you will believe God for big things after today. You'll find that God wants to do big things for you, and he will. God wants to take you from little faith today to God-sized faith, God faith, because you already have it within you. You have the faith of God in you. Now, please watch the Lord transform your thinking today. John 14 and 12. Truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do. And greater works than these also will he do. His faith. God wants to take you from ordinary faith to the work that moves mountains. Did I just say work that moves mountains? The work that takes a mountain of debt and says, be thou cast into the midst of the sea. The work that destroys sickness and disease. The work that brings deliverance and all forms of addiction. Jesus said, the work I do, you will do also. We better find out what work that Jesus was doing. What work was he talking about? Jesus said this in John 5 and 19. Verily I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. But what work is he talking about? What did he see the father doing? Now he's talking about the father, but what works did Jesus see the father doing? Genesis 1, chapter 3. The Bible says this. Genesis first chapter, third verse, and here we have the first day, and we see the Father work. It says this, Now the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. The Bible says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God is speaking. That's the work. That is the work that the Father does. The Bible says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. Jesus performed the works by the words that came out of his mouth. This is the work that he was doing. When we speak in the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit does the work. We speak according to God's spirit. John 5 and 19. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. Jesus put all ability to do anything on God. John 14 and 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? 
The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. There's that word works again, right? So we see speaking. Jesus is speaking the word of God. When we are looking to God to do the work and our eyes and ears are attuned to the spirit of God, the Lord is saying that he will do the work. That's what Jesus is telling us. You'll do the same work that I'm doing. God wants you to do the great works by revelation. He wants you to see, hear, and know what he is doing. Now you must Stand alone, though. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. We do not dare to compare ourselves with some who commend themselves when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves. They are not wise. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. You must stand alone. Please don't compare yourself to anyone else. God has given us the Holy Spirit to give us tremendous revelation in God's word. You're not comparing yourself to anyone else. You're not counting on anyone else. You are looking to the Holy Spirit. And this is for every child of God to remember. Originally, remember, God wanted all of Israel to be priests. He wanted a holy nation of priests. His word is for all, not just for a few. God has planned to share all that he has with you. The son can do nothing of himself. This will alter your entire life if you get a hold of this today. If you believe that the works of Christ are for you and to do even greater works are for the church, and that's what's coming into this realm, a dimension of such tremendous power. God is preparing hearts. He is teaching the body of Christ. It's not a new teaching. It's in the word of God. God is really the tremendous force in this realm. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of God is for the works to come forth. And the greater works is going to come forth with tremendous power, power in Meetings, power in healing meetings, power in services, the healing prophetic words are going to be spoken as never before. That's what the church is heading to. He is preparing the hearts of those that love him, even by today's message. Jesus made a promise to us that we would do the greater works than he did. But to do the greater works, we must see the great work in the spirit realm. We must see in the spirit realm. Many can't see the great work in the spirit realm. So they don't believe miracles, signs, and wonders because they don't see in the spirit. We have to have spiritual eyesight. Jesus said he would see what the father was doing and then he would do the work. What did you see, Jesus? If we were just able to ask that question right now, what did you see? He would tell us. He saw the Father. He saw the works of the Father. And that's what he did. When God took Ezekiel to the Valley of Dry Bones, he lifted him up in the Spirit. He said he took him to the Valley of Dry Bones. It was exceedingly dry. And there are hundreds and thousands and thousands of bones, of dry bones there. But what did God say to Ezekiel? He said, Ezekiel, what do you see? That's spiritual vision. Spiritually, God wanted him to see in the spirit realm that whatever we experience in the natural first existing in the spirit realm, spiritual vision is vitally important to do the work 
of God. The same is true of Jesus. He wasn't healing at random. He saw the work of the Father, and he did what he saw the Father doing. Let's go deeper. The Pharisees and the Sadducees in Jesus' day, they knew the word of God. They even wore you know, the scrolls on their, on their robes, it said. They were scholars of the word of God. They even sung the word of God. And in Jesus' day, it was daily. It was daily that they reviewed the word in depth. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were scholars of the word of God. They believed that they had the revelation. They had the power in their hands. In Jesus' day, the study of the word was customary for that to be daily. The words they studied daily on their scrolls were dead. It did not reside in their hearts. It was not alive. You are a work of God with the spirit of God alive in your heart. God will bring forth his word out of your mouth with fire. The Bible says this, I will bring the third part through the fire. It will refine them as silver is refined. I will try them as silver is tried. They will call my name and I will hear them. I will say it is my people and they will say the Lord is my God. Zechariah 13 and the ninth verse. Maybe you're going through something right now and the fire is so hot. But he said, I will bring you through the fire. It's a refining fire. I will try them as silver is tried and they will call my name and I will hear them. All of us must go through a fire. God wants to empower you to do the great works of God. The fire is a refining fire that changes the heart. You may be going through something today, but God is going to deliver you out of it all. God wants you to speak the word with power. He wants it to be a shift in the way you see him. He is establishing a new relationship with you right now. Vision to be able to see what the Father is doing is so important. So in order to have vision, I'm going to give you some steps that you must do. One, spend time alone with the Father. Two, your Bible and God's worship music. Three, cry out to God. Purge me of all sin. Remove anything that's displeasing in your sight. Every sinful habit, oh God. I'm talking about the ability to be able to see clearly in the spirit realm and have revelation power so that we can do the works of God. That's what this is for. Psalms 51, 7. Purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults, Psalms 19 and 12. Number four, decide that you are going to walk in the presence of God daily. Your living is going to be focused on God. You're going to be aware of his presence. This means treating him like a person, talking to him, acknowledging him. You will find yourself guided by his spirit. Walking in the presence of God is practicing. Practicing being aware of the presence of God. You will find him guiding you by his spirit. Jesus said the, even the words that he spoke weren't his own. So God was guiding him by his spirit, even in what to say. And he could see into the spirit realm. Number five, 
Lord, overtake me by your consuming fire. This is the fire of the Holy Spirit. Remember Jesus' key. He began the ministry after the anointing of the Holy Spirit had come upon him. Do you have the Holy Spirit? If you have given your life to Christ, then you have a measure of the Holy Spirit. It's time to kindle the fire. It's time to draw closer to experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It's time for healing and deliverance, for prophetic words to come out of your mouth. The manifestation of the power of God by what you have spoken. His power will be manifested. The children of God, it's time to draw near to see the works of what the Father is doing and do the works. God wants you to have a new boldness, to be fully committed to his power, his authority, so that Christ will fulfill his purpose in you. It is time, children of God, for sacrifice. That's not something that many really want to do. We want the power, but we don't want the source of the power. Jesus said, if anyone desires to be my disciple, Let him deny himself. Disregard himself. Forget about himself. Forget about his own interests. Take up his cross and follow me. I'm paraphrasing, if you will. Cleave steadfastly to me, conforming to the Holy Spirit, conforming to his example in living. Matthew 16 and 24 is my point of reference. He's calling us to be fully invested in his cause, in a state of surrender, In the place of surrender, you leave personal weakness. You come forth in power with revelation from the Holy Spirit. Do you miracles, signs, and wonders? The Apostle Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, the Christ living in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2 and 20. What is the level of your sacrifice for God? What type of relationship are you intimately in love with the Father? Is your focus daily on the Father? When I fully understood That God does the work by the words that are spoken out of my mouth by his spirit. The work is done. There was a transformation in my spiritual life. There was a transformation to miracles, signs, and wonders began to spring forth. When I spent time before God praying and seeking him. Now, I was too young to expect power, right? I was merely in love with the Father. I really didn't understand the things of God. But what I did understand was that he's a healer and that he's a deliverer. I did understand that he had the power to do anything that I was asking him to do. I did not understand that he was going to do things that were outrageous for me. I didn't understand that. One of the most important things that I understood was that I did not have power. I did not have power of myself. Now that part I did understand. I remember walking into a hospital room for a little boy who had a brain tumor. He was flown in from Turkey, and I will never forget that day in my life. It, had, it was the greatest challenge that I had ever met in the ministry. So many people 
were receiving healing and deliverance as, the, as, as I was praying for them, you know, as their names were being given to us to pray over. But now there was a call to go to the hospital to a little boy with a brain tumor who was unconscious. Well, Joan and I went down to the hospital and, you know, we were in the ministry together. We went down to the hospital and, you know, my mentor had told me, now, Valerie, when you enter that room, believe God for his healing. You're going to have to believe without a shadow of doubt that when you lay hands on him and you pray for him, that he will recover. So this was a new challenge to go to the hospital for a child with a tumor that large. I'm telling you, God, God was taking me to a new dimension. He was breaking boundaries that I had placed on him that I didn't know were there. She was telling me to come out of myself. She was teaching me just by saying what she said to me. I was learning how the work of God is done. It's not the work of a man. It's not the work of any person. It's the work of the Almighty. I remember laying hands on him that day for his healing. I remember believing with all of my heart that God would heal him. I believe that God wanted to heal him. God doesn't want to see anyone sick. I remember having confidence in God and confidence in God's word. I believe that God would bring him out of a coma, and I believe that God would restore him, and that's what God did. He came out of a coma and restored consciousness. I spent much time alone with God before entering that room. The secret to the power of God is in relationship. It's in relationship. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus, because of his relationship with God, was able to surrender and submit to the will of the Father. Submitting to the will of the Father does not mean losing. Submitting to the will of the Father is not because I can't see victory coming. So, okay, Lord, just have your way. No, thy will be done is said because I am not in resistance to your will. I am in agreement with what you are showing me, Lord, or what you are asking me to do. It is not a place of defeat. It is a position of immense power. Who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved of my father and I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. Let's run to the father right now. Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, Father, I'm asking you for the children of God within the sound of my voice to release any dependency upon themselves. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He has made us and we belong to him. We are his people. We are the sheep of his flock. Psalms 103. Lord, you are faithful in all of your words and all of your loving deeds, Father. We draw close to you, Father. We call upon you from the depths of our hearts. Father, we surrender to you today. Go on and tell him that you surrender to him today, that you are let going of self-reliance, that you are going to depend upon him. Heavenly Father, transform hearts today. Take an unwilling spirit and bless it to become willing. Take those that are discouraged and confused into your glorious light to see clearly what you are doing. I speak revelation power over the children of God today. Bless those who wish to draw close, Father. Make it instantly clear to them how to draw close. Heavenly Father, in the wee hours of the night, visit them. Show them your presence, Lord, as you walk beside them. Show them, Father, that you never leave and that you never forsake, Lord. 
Allow yourself to be guided by the Spirit of God. Father, encourage them, Lord God, Father, by your Spirit. I speak transformation power over you today. As the presence of the Holy Spirit is falling upon you and anointing you to go to a new dimension of power, to go to a new place in your relationship with God, because the power of God is through relationship. Jesus said, if you love him, if you keep my commandments, I will manifest myself to you. I'm talking today about how to do the works of God. And once we do the works of God, then we're positioned to go on to the greater works. God wants to bless you today. He wants to take you from where you are to where you really want to be and an intimate relationship with him filled with power from on high. God wants to do for you what is absolutely outrageous. By the works that come out of your mouth, you will see transformation in the natural. God loves you. In Jesus' mighty name, he is blessing and uplifting you today. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.